We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with the Beach and Company up Sandy Beach along with Tony Calagiri and Joseph Beamer. And we're talking about the virus, of course. Uh, is it out of control or is it under control? Are we winning the battle? Are we losing the battle? What about ca- cancellations on the various uh, things that you might be attending that maybe have too many people there? Or maybe somebody else is canceling the event. Uh, some auto shows have been canceled. Uh, the uh, CDC tells us to avoid uh, avoid large groups. And so sometimes that's uh, that in- you see why the stock market would go down because it involves a lot of uh, people, a lot of events and, and things that are, are different. Uh, here's a, um, a text that says, good morning. My husband is an RN at Strong Memorial Hospital in Rochester. He got an email yesterday asking him if he would be willing to volunteer to work on a future containment floor for virus patients. If this isn't a real threat, why would a hospital be planning such a specific plan? That's a pretty good uh, question. Uh, If they're thinking that they need a special containment floor, uh, that's something else. And I'm I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm a live and let live and use common sense kind of guy. I'm thinking if you use natural common sense, uh, using natural hygiene and natural cleanliness, you should be okay. If you're going to put yourself at risk, that's another story. Uh, if what you're, if you want to go to the uh, NBA game and there's going to be uh, 15,000 people there, uh, you know what the risk is. You know if you want to take that chance or not. It's the kind of thing where almost anything we do uh, as a, in a, say, a societal uh, gathering, you're going to have other people there. You want to go down to the home show? Other people there. Auto show? Other people there. A hockey uh, uh, with the Sabres game? Not that many people there. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> uh, there are things that we do normally that we have to remember. And uh, common sense, as I said, if you get on a bus, you're going you're gonna to hold on the railing. You've touched that railing. You've touched it, and somebody before you touched it, and you touched them, basically. So, I mean, it's not perfect. There's no way to totally uh, uh, remove yourself in uh, suspension until this thing's over. Mr. Beamer, how about a couple of Facebooks for us, please? Yeah, Sandy, right before the Facebook, I did have a caller who wanted me to pass this on to you. She went to the um, Seneca Niagara Casino last night, and she said it's the emptiest she ever saw it. Oh, I hate to see that. I can understand it, but I hate to see it there again. You're probably handling certain things there. I'm thinking specifically of uh, machinery. 
You're, if you're, you know, if you're uh, handling that, uh, no matter how clean you are, I, I don't know how you could keep that hygienically perfect. Uh, but our lives aren't hygienically purpose, uh, perfect. You go and uh, uh, clean up after the dog, and then you make a, a tuna sandwich. I mean, it's not not perfect. Would you avoid buffets? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't avoid buffets. I, unless I already had avoided, there are some people that don't like buffets anyway, because the food is out in the open, and people reach in. Obviously, you're supposed to use the utensils and things that are there. But the bottom line is, and they usually have what delicately is known as the sneeze plate. I'm a little nervous about that, because it's right there. Right above the food, and you're thinking, okay, here, how does that one look? You know, spinach supposed to be white. I'm not really sure. So the, these are questions you have. Would you avoid the buffet? You know, I was just rolling around in my mind because I went to one uh, a few weeks ago, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, uh, should I be going to that? And then, uh, you know, that with a video I saw the other day of someone helping themselves to drinking soup right out of the ladle at the buffet line, and I'm like, yeah, I might want to Well, it doesn't that. help when they show uh, young punk kids taking the – uh, the protective shield off of ice cream. Licking it. Licking it yep. and then putting it away. They ought to do some severe jail time for Agreed. that. Agreed. That is more than just the, hey, a cute punk little thing. That, that Especially now. Now, I mean, how about the investment people have in, in food service and you need some punk doing that? Uh, it would uh, scare scare a lot of people off. Buzzy, what do you got? Yeah, well, you'll go uh, with our top fan on Facebook, Mary. She says, we're overreacting. I think health-wise, we are winning, but socially, we are losing because so many of the population are losing their minds over this. Mary is absolutely right. I think uh, that is an absolute uh, a good, good uh, viewpoint. I think it's serious. You know, some people are overboard. They just go overboard. Now, but the, natural, uh, the natural instinct is for mom to protect the child. Okay, we got that. That happens 365 days a year and even more on leap year. Okay, that's fine. But some people go overboard. They, uh, they truly go overboard. It, to them, staying in the house is an option. Not doing anything is an option. I don't think giving up part of your life because you're afraid you're going to pick up something that might be in the air and might be exactly where you need it to be for you to ingest it and get sick. And even if you got sick, there's no guarantee you're going to die. Um, most of the uh, uh, virus people have had uh, mild reaction. Yeah, there have been some fatalities. Those are the exceptions. We, we don't downplay them. They're certainly important. Uh, we're not uh, minimizing that, but we're saying the proper reaction as a matter of fact, uh, what is it? Cuomo actually makes sense uh, when he says that uh, this is an overreaction, but you still have to be careful. Let's take a break on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm no huge fan of Andrew Cuomo, but what he is saying is right about this, uh, about the virus. There's more fear than anxiety that the facts would justify. More fear, more anxiety than the facts would justify. Cuomo said most people have mild symptoms. And don't get hospitalized. And he's, he's exactly right. Uh, but for some reason, uh, we do things over the top. And I'll tell you why. It's like a lot of other things that may or may not belong to social media. 
Once anything gets to social media, it's one person giving information to a lot of other people. And if one exaggerates, the next one tries to top that, pretty soon it, it goes out of control. It goes viral. The expression something going viral is true on the on the internet. Everything gets expanded. Everything gets uh, uh, put upon. There was an old parlor, parlor game that people used to play where you might have six or seven people in a circle. One would say to the other something something in their ear, you know, something very simple message. And then it would be repeated, repeated, repeated. By the time we got back to the person who started it, it was different. It was longer or it was shorter or it was darker or it was whiter. It was... But it was different, and that's the point. People like to put their own spin on things. And when you get into social media, that's what causes it. It's like it's like wildfire. Uh, let's go to uh, Lou in Amherst. Lou, you're on WBEN. Good morning. Good morning, Lou. Yeah, this thing is so overblown, it's disgusting. And especially since they've established the fact it's only people that are at risk, that, have got, that are compromised in some way, that they are at risk. Yeah, the risk usually is some uh, uh, low tolerance, uh, diabetes, uh, elderly, things like that. So what you should have done was you should have had every primary care physician and every pulmonologist reach out to their patients and say, you are the guys that are at risk. You have got to call us or self-quarantine if you think you have any problem. The rest of the population should not be quarantined. This is insane. All right. Well, I tend to agree with you that, uh, you know, certainly anybody losing their life, it's a serious issue and we don't want to make light of it. But it is overblown. And as it's overblown, people become, be, begin changing their habits and pretty soon communities get involved and they're canceling events and all kinds of things like that where it may not really be necessary. Thank you, Lou. Thank you very much. I'm with Lou on that one. You guys agree? Is it overblown? I think, yeah, a little bit. I think it is. Unless it's you're almost to hysteria sick. proportions. Well, it is. And the numbers, of course, you can't really fairly measure importance by how many people do or don't die. But you can measure the measures you're taking to offset it. And if it's a very low number, as it is now, compared to almost anything, but that's what's happening. And it's, uh, it's like a domino effect, one affecting another, affecting another. Uh, Marilyn in Cheektowaga, you're on WBEN. Hello, Marilyn. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What do you have for us today? Well, I try to look at it optimistically. For one thing, I guess we only have 25 more cases in New York State. That's uh, the number they use today, yeah. Yeah, because it seems like, you know, it was doubling every day, doubling every day. So now it's only 25. So and in some of, the, some of the areas that they've been measuring, it has uh, started to slow down, which is good. Yeah, that's really good. Now, the governor mentioned twice that uh, people that were supposed to be self-isolating or in quarantine were not staying home. So that, that's why he did the, you know, emergency thing so that they could check on these people and make sure they're staying home. So I think that's why it doubled. These people were not staying home. Yeah, everybody thinks that they, uh, they're they okay and they'll just stay away from everybody else, and uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. So I'm hoping by the time it gets to Western New York, us Western New Yorkers will be just a little smarter and stay isolated and stay away from people, and maybe this thing will just wind down, and maybe people shouldn't be traveling to uh, 
New York City, Westchester, Rochester, whatever, just just kind of, you know, stay home for a while. Yeah, especially if you're going to areas where there's a lot of international people. They just came here on a plane from, uh, you know, 20 different countries, and uh, so you don't know where they've been. It's it's not easy to keep track of them, and so you've got to cooperate. If you if you say that uh, you're going to be quarantined, you've got to stay in there. Thank you. Good point. Good point. Thank you very much. Tony, how long is that special song? Oh, Tony, nice job, Tony. He just uh, coughed into his sleeve. Uh, the sleeve uh, might have a problem, but the rest of us are happy. <laughs> yes. How long is that song? 305. Oh, good. Let's do it now. This is uh, yesterday, if you were listening to the show, right about this time, just uh, a little bit later, uh, I announced, uh, I, I didn't announce, I proposed. I had to propose sitting down, though. Uh, kneeling uh, on one knee would have been problematic for me. And so I proposed to Bernadette. And here's a song. There it is. That's me singing to Bernadette. Now the crowd comes in. Wow. Sing along. Fade away. Come on, he came back. <laughs> there we go, that's burning that. 
surprise reprise at the end there. Uh, very, very nice. That is especially for the woman who has a special set of skills. I like those moves you were doing. That was pretty Thank good. Thank you. You like that? Yeah, that it was, was, a, a, I was a, a busting a move thing. there doing the James Brown thing. Sure. Uh, one of you should come out and put a cape over me <laughs> <laughs> when I'm doing that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a better song than, you know, I found that I, as a disc jockey, I was a disc jockey most of my career until I got into uh, doing a talk show. And I found that a lot of the songs that I didn't like particularly as a disc jockey, later on after they've mellowed out a little bit and I've mellowed out, I like them better. I didn't particularly like that song. Really? But I like it now, just listening to it. I've always loved that song. Yeah, you Does that did. mean you're going to listen to the Turtles now? Oh no, there's no there's no room for turtles. You don't play turtles on a talk show. Ah, <laughs> oh, or L Energy, I think as well. Oh God, help that's, me. That's that's one of my favorite old time songs. Eleanor. Oh yeah. G, I think. G, I think you're swell. And you. Thank you, thank you. Give me uh, one of my favorite songs, which you never hear played, is uh, Mick Jagger. Doing Wild Horses. You like Wild Horses? Love it. Ah, oh, it's one of my favorite songs. And uh, at the Hall of Fame, uh, over the uh, past weekend when I was down there, the uh, Music Hall of Fame in, in Cleveland, uh, in one part of the hall they had the Beatles on one side and the Rolling Stones on the other. And the Beatles exhibit this time around was a static exhibit, but the Rolling Stones were in concert. And uh, they got great sound systems and things like that down there. And uh, Jagger just looked so good, and he was kicking it, man. I mean, it was good. Meanwhile, Keith Richards is laughing at the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. Anybody that's fallen out of a palm tree doesn't really care that much about viruses. We'll take a break on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are uh, back with Beach and Company. Some reactions uh, to the virus. Uh, what's going on in the Ivy League? The uh, Ivy League, which just started its conference tournament a few years ago, has canceled it. They said, we will not have a conference tournament. We will send our regular season champion, Yale, to the NCAA tournament. So- All right, so they're canceling theirs. Uh, things are happening like that. 
Now, I've seen this posted several times in it. Uh, see what you guys think about this. This is every election year we have some sort of disease. 2004, SARS. 2008, Avian. 2010, Swine. 2012, MERS. 2014, Ebola. 2016, uh, Zika, Zika, whatever you, however you pronounce it. 2018, Ebola again. And 2020, Corona. Wow, that's amazing. That really is. And when you see it like that, every once in a while you see a bit of information just awakens you. Uh, here's a couple of texts. Wild Horses is my favorite song. Congratulations to you, Sandy and Bernadette. Well, that's nice. Thank you so much. Here, the handling of money should be a concern. As always, bottom line, wash, wash your hands. Congrats, Sandy. Now you get half of the $500 that Bernadette got from the class action suit. That's right. I married her. I'm going to for her money. Wow! Did you did you guys see that coming? No, I did not. <laughs> That's nice, but she gets half of my cars too. She's going to get uh, half of some very nice cars. I can tell you that. Let's go to our friend Ella. Ella in West Seneca. Ella, you're on WBen. Good morning, Sandy. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. A little bit of advice for you. Don't wait eight years to tie the knot. Well, I'm not good at knot tying. Uh, I did it once and the knot came apart. It didn't uh, support me long enough, so I'll be very careful this time. It's life. Now, this episode here, I think all of life is like a two-sided coin. And on one side of the coin, uh, yes, we are overreacting. But the other side of the coin, we don't know enough about it. And I feel, and I've always felt, that where the two sides converge is where you might find the truth. That's usually where it is in uh, kind of a little bit here, a little bit there, and then you got the perfect recipe. All right. Myself, I would hesitate to take a trip any place right now. You would or you wouldn't hesitate? I would. You would hesitate, okay. Because common sense would tell you you're going places and there will be a lot of people, and with what's going on, you don't know what's there, where you're going. To. Well, with international travel, especially, people travel a lot now, and with international, where you combine a lot of different uh, people from a lot of different countries, yeah, I think you're extending the odds of something happening uh, by a lot because they're they're kind of like sweeping their part of the world and they all get mixed in together. And I think it's just common sense that it would be more likely a higher risk there. Well, that's the way I feel. But the question in my mind, is there any common sense left in this world anymore? I don't, I don't know. You know, this might actually be a good time to travel. I'm not trying to say that. Just to say it, simply because it's uh, extra, extra special attention to everything. Uh, hygiene, railings, doorknobs, all kinds of stuff like that. So at the height of something like this, this might be the time to go. Plus, I, I think that uh, this is a time where there could be some positives coming out of negatives. For instance, uh, the stock market, uh, if you make the right kind of call now, might be a good investment. Also, the price of gold. In the last year, I gave a, a gold coin as a gift, okay, a one-ounce gold coin. And the spot price of it then was uh, $1,200. That same 
uh, spot price now, as of yesterday, uh, was sixteen hundred. So it went up four hundred dollars in one year. So that's pretty good. There are things out there that we can make positives out of negatives. Well, like the one caller said, there is a God. This is His world, Sandy. He made us all. He gave us choices, and we have to trust in Him. Oh, that's true. And maybe this is a wake-up call, because this is not the moral country that I grew up when I was growing up. And maybe this is a wake-up call. People wake up and straighten out. Well, words of wisdom from Ella. Thank you, Ella, very much. All right, let's take a break a minute early, okay, on WBN, right after this. Now, uh, Mr. Beamer, you're, you're involved with an event tonight. Why don't you kind of fill us in what's going on? Yes, I and some of your favorite other media personalities will be judges at the Taste of Education, which features enroll students enrolled in Pro Start Restaurant Management and Culinary Arts programs at various Western New York schools. All proceeds... Uh, go to Taste of Education scholarship programs. So you're going to get to taste those things? Yes, and this year's uh, theme is plant-based. So a lot of um, the Wonder Burgers and the things that taste like meat that aren't meat is what we'll be sampling tonight. Lucky you. I look forward to it. I bet. Tony, I bet you look forward to it too, huh? Plant-based? Yeah. Mmm, mm, buzzy. We wish we could be there, too. Yes, yes. And by the way, um, someone you guys were talking about during the break, Lauren Fix, will also be a judge. Oh, now we really do wish we were there with you. We love Lauren Fix. She's great. And uh, that'll be very nice. So, yeah, yeah. save a plant for us. I I will let you guys know how it went tomorrow. Have either of you tried, what's the fast food restaurant that serves a burger that isn't a burger? Burger King's Impossible Whopper. Have you tried one? No, and I will not. How about you, Buzzy? I have not had the Burger King one. I had a bite of an Impossible Burger at a local establishment called This Little Pig. And it was really good. Now, Brenda Alacy had that as a meal, and she said it was delicious. That's Brenda, though. Brenda's very adventurous yes. in, in ordering and eating things that perhaps I would pass She eats on. a lot of plants. Yeah. But she said that it was uh, just like She comes like and grazes on my lawn sometimes on the weekend. That's Saves on <laughs> landscaping. Very nice. I love that. But, you know, everyone says that these uh, these burgers, they taste just like um, meat Chicken. burgers. But my point is. I like meat that tastes like, you know what? Meat. Chicken. Meat. <laughs> my thing is, if you're looking for something that tastes like meat, here's a crazy idea. Yeah. Go get some meat. I, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Svenja. I want some Svenja. That's, uh, I, I think it's Polish for pork. Because I'm trying to learn some Polish words now that I'm going to get married <laughs> to a Polish woman who is a good cook, by the way. Might I tell you that? Yeah. My, my whole thing with, uh, with vegetarians, they don't want stuff that tastes like meat, right? I mean, they've yeah. been avoiding meat. Yeah, I know. I, I, I like to avoid the avoidance and just get meat. Well, if you don't mind. I'm sure everything tonight will be delicious, and I can't wait I'm to sure report it back tomorrow. It probably will be. We're just having a little fun yes, with you. Yes. But think of us as you're chowing down on the plant. I will. I'll make sure to get lots of pictures. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, let's go to uh, Jane in Amherst. Jane, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hello there, Jane. Thanks for holding. You're on WBEN. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you loud and clear. What do you have for us today? Yes. I want to say that is the best news ever. Somehow I missed 
the news yesterday on that, and congratulations. Well, thank you. Very sweet. Thank you. And for selecting the perfect date. I am a bit superstitious. <laughs> okay. So, um, if you go on your astrology, uh, your Chinese, your Chinese astrology.com, up pops uh, a list uh, according to each calendar date, dates of auspicious dates to get married and auspicious dates to, you know, build a house, sign on a house. Oh, that might be fun. Check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah, and then you would want one that's good for, can meet, uh, there are just a few dates each month, uh, like four, that are uh, optimum for meeting friends and relatives. So that might be, a, if it's also coupled with a good date to, for a wedding, that might be a terrific date. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. For, uh, I'll, uh, I'll look that up. What's, uh, what's your thoughts regarding what we're talking about here today? The virus, are we winning, are we losing? Are we in control or are we out of control? Okay. So I blame the liberal media for inciting a global panic. And that was unfortunate because all the young people who are working in finance globally, uh, they maybe have no knowledge of 1989 or any past dates. So uh, that's that. But... Uh, the revelation that came out, if everyone goes to their phone or laptop and looks up the book that was published in 2018 by a Rosemary Gibson, she was interviewed on C-SPAN, called China RX, like prescription. And I was floored early Saturday morning when I learned the the source of the panic is not if you'll be able to get cheap stuff at Walmart. The the panic is, and they say it, but they say it in an understated fashion on the liberal media. The panic is that not 10%, not 50%, and not it's a whopping 100% of my favorite vitamin C, uh, all medications, A-L-L, are 100% manufactured in China. So... Whether this outbreak was A, intentional, or B, human error, or C, uh, you know, you know. Well, look at, look at the Apple things. Uh, a lot of the Apple products are manufactured or assembled there, yeah. and they're, they're concerned about it, too. They, they got uh, some plants which were shuttered. They got them back up because uh, Apple needs that uh, supply, and, and we get a lot of things that we don't recognize uh, the, as coming from there. Well, uh, the, the criticism uh, is that it, they should be is that in the mid-90s, there was a president who was in power in the mid-90s who will remain unnamed. Okay. <laughs> that is when our government made the policy to ex to outsource the production of all of your medications and all of the medications of everyone in every state, but not just in the USA or Canada, it's the planet, you know, Italy, Europe, you name it. And so my prayer is, how quickly can Donald Trump and his administration uh, make America independent of 
Chinese production of all pharmaceuticals. I have a feeling that what you just said might be a big part of the election, the re-election campaign, because we we were not that aware of it, but we're aware of it now. I don't need antibiotics today, and I don't need any drugs today. However, if in 18 months from today, or two years from today, if China plays hardball, and they have a reverse blockade, you know, like the old days, like when you wage war, blockade, you you starve out. That's what they used to do. That's how they did it. If they do the reverse blockade, and they say, we have three billion people, and we got sick. We're keeping all the drugs for our three billion people, and we're sorry. We're putting our, hanging out our gone-to-lunch shingle, and we're not going to rush to manufacture life-saving drugs for you all. (laughs) You're on your own. So it's a wake-up call. I didn't know we, so this July 4th, when I celebrate the 4th of July, I want to hear how we are, we are putting overly educated Americans who have graduated with science degrees, all the people in high school who want to make it rich, study chemistry, take a, a lighter load in college and in high school and study chemistry, because that's like the equivalent of two courses of information crammed into one. Well, there's virtually nothing that China can do that we can't do. However, China does it cheaper. And so the question is, uh, when it got to marketplace here, would it be competitive or not? So let's talk about cheaper. We are talking, the source of the panic is you, if you are reliant on uh, a blood thinner, for example, and then the source, the spigot dries up. They don't export because they're playing hardball. Sure. So what do you do? You know what you're going to do? You're going to get a juicing machine and you're going to start learning to love to drink celery juice in the morning. Okay. I like you. You're a a free thinker. I like that. Gives us something to to, uh, chew on. Hey, thank you very much, Jane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Uh, And she's right. We can do anything China can do. But we can't do it cheaper. We can't even compare with the price that uh, that they have now if we took it over, and that's the problem. Uh, and you you wonder why, for instance, it's a factor in everything. Uh, for instance, the uh, river cruises on the Mississippi River. That's an American company. It's the only it's the only company on the river. And the, the price it was a wonderful cruise. Price a little higher. You know why? Uh, because it's an all-American crew and it costs more, plain and simple. It's it's uh, economics. It's uh, how much is this uh, thing worth? How much am I willing to pay for it? And I think we find that a lot of stuff that we don't do, we don't do it because we can't compete pro- uh, profitably. We can always compete uh, with uh, the quality of the work. We can always compete uh, with new and innovative products, but we can't always compete with the price there. All right, that about uh, wraps it up. Thanks. Look, what a dull show today. I didn't even, I, I didn't even get on one knee and, and ask somebody to marry me. I'll try and make that just one. So if you missed it, you missed it. Period. All right, we'll be uh, back tomorrow at nine on News Radio nine thirty. This is WBN.
The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 